Welcome to the Fasting Well Podcast. This is episode number 19, and today I'll be talking about what you can drink while you're fasting, which is a common question. People are always asking, well, is it okay to drink this drink or that drink or whatever? And more specifically, I'm going to get into some of the best options and some of the worst options, things that make fasting easier and things that make fasting harder, and then some things that kind of fall in between, which are sort of neutral, you could say. So I also wrote a really detailed blog post about this topic uh, a while back, so it's actually more detailed than what this podcast episode is going to be. So if you really want to get into some of the nuances, then I'd recommend you go read that as well. And I'll put a link in the episode description as well as the show notes on my website. So first, here's just a little personal experience related to what types of things you can drink or what I've been drinking over the years. So when I first started doing fasting, and particularly multi-day fasts, I was mostly just drinking water. And, you know, those fasts were okay, but sometimes my energy would fluctuate a lot. I would feel a little lightheaded and and things like that. And then in subsequent months and years, I realized that salt is really important, and I started trying to get more salt. And then on some of those longer fasts, when I got a lot of salt, I found that the fasting was quite a bit easier And I even felt really awesome, like really euphoric, you might say, during some of those longer fasts. And I talked more about those experiences in episode two of this podcast. So if you want to go back and and kind of hear more about that, um, that's where I shared my whole story and background and stuff like that. Another thing from personal experience is that because I've, I've done quite a few different fasts, so occasionally I've tried, almost like as an experiment, I've tried drinking something like diet soda during a long fast. And what I've found with that, with with those sweeteners, is that in general, even though I enjoyed drinking it, in general, I felt kind of lower on energy, felt a little cruddy, and so it just didn't go as smoothly when I was drinking something like that. So that's kind of just a little teaser to to give you some ideas about how different things that you can drink might impact fasting. But now let's get into the specifics, and I'm going to go through them, like I said, a little bit more quickly, kind of high-level summary, um, but I have that really detailed blog post if you want to get into to more of the nuances. So the first one is water. People often ask if they can drink water while they're fasting, and the answer is yes. You can absolutely drink water, and I'd recommend you do. So if you're mainly just drinking water during a fast, that's called water fasting. So you might hear that terminology, just in case that wasn't clear. Technically, there's something called dry fasting, where people don't drink anything while they're fasting. And that may have some advantages for certain people. Some people seem to prefer it. They say that they don't get as hungry or things like that. But I wouldn't really recommend that for anyone when they're first starting out. So yes, you can drink water, and you probably should drink water when you're doing any type of fasting. Next, let's get into some of the drinks that you should mainly avoid while you're fasting. So these drinks make fasting more difficult, or they make it so you're really not fasting at all. So this would include anything that's sugary, anything sugary like juice or soda or any other sugary drinks. Not only are they going to make fasting more difficult because they'll raise your blood sugar and raise your insulin and make it so you can't get into ketosis, you can't get those ketones to build up in your bloodstream, but if you drink more than the tiny, tiny amount of sugar, you're not really fasting. So uh, sugar does not go together with fasting. And that thing called, quote, juice fasting is more of an oxymoron. Now, what about artificial sweeteners? So I talked about diet soda a minute ago. There's also energy drinks, and there are a whole bunch of other drinks that have artificial sweeteners in them. So here's basically the scoop. 
It's kind of okay to consume stuff with artificial sweeteners if you can get away with it. For many people, it'll stimulate cravings, stimulate hunger, and make it so you can't even get through your fast. So it's better to avoid them. But if you really, really like that sweetened drink, you can try it. You can see how you react. And if you can still get through your fast, then maybe it's okay. There's also some evidence that artificial sweeteners may have other harmful effects to your health. Um, Like in the long run, they're associated with obesity and diabetes and stuff like that. But that's more just observational data. It doesn't prove that they're the cause. But people that drink more artificial sweeteners do tend to be fatter and have more diabetes, basically. (laughs) So does that mean that's the cause? Not necessarily. But when it comes to fasting... Um, it's mainly that it might make fasting more difficult. You might not be able to get through it. It's, it's one major way to troubleshoot if you're not be able to get through your fast as easily as you'd like. Make sure you're not consuming any sweeteners. One other drink that you should pretty much avoid when you're fasting is alcohol. So most alcoholic drinks have carbs or sugar or both. It's pretty rare to get them without it unless you're just drinking the pure hard liquor or spirits. And When you're fasting, you'll probably be more sensitive to alcohol. So it won't take as much alcohol to to make you intoxicated. So basically, you should just avoid it because there's a lot of problems that can come along with that. Okay, so that was the category of stuff that makes fasting more difficult or that you should pretty much avoid. So what about some things that are neutral, that are okay, and a couple of these might have a small benefit as well. So these are some things that a lot of people like to drink, and and they may have a small benefit. So coffee is a good example. Black coffee without any sweeteners is is a perfectly reasonable thing to drink while you're fasting. A lot of people like it. A lot of people like the, well, they like the caffeine, and they're used to drinking stuff with caffeine. And caffeine may have a small boost to your fat burning as well. So if you're getting caffeine from coffee or tea, then that can be good. Green tea seems to have some other health benefits as well. Um, So these are the kind of things that as long as you don't add sweeteners or sugar, it's perfectly reasonable. Now, what about something called keto coffee or bulletproof coffee? Well, if you're going to add butter or MCT oil or coconut oil to your coffee and call it keto coffee or bulletproof coffee, that has advantages and disadvantages if you drink that while you're fasting. Basically, it can boost your energy levels. It can boost your ketone levels. So that's good. But it might also slow down how much of your own fat you're burning because you're consuming all this extra fat from outside your body. So keto coffee is more something I would call a training wheel. So training wheels are anything that you drink to help you get through the fast when you're a beginner because it's, it's okay to have some supplements here and there if it's not something that throws you off, off the rails or if it's not something that totally would break your fast like having a bunch of sugar or carbs, for example. So there are various things you can use as training wheels, and I talked a lot about that in episode 13 of the podcast when I was talking all about dirty fasting or modified fasting. So if you want to get into all those details, go listen to episode 13. So in addition to coffee and tea, there are various other drinks that are kind of either neutral or might have a small benefit, such as vinegar or apple cider vinegar. So vinegar seems to help control blood sugar levels um, based on some of the research that's been done. And some people think it helps control their appetite a little bit. So it's okay to have some vinegar while you're fasting. Keep in mind it's very acidic, so you don't want to just drink a bunch of it straight or it could corrode your teeth or have some other issues. Uh, Lemon water is another good one. If you're just putting a little splash of lemon in your water for flavor, no big deal because it's going to have negligible amount of carbs and sugar. Now, if you're putting a bunch of lemon juice in, that's different. Then it's 
too much and you should avoid it. So basically anything that you would call juice, you shouldn't be drinking that while you're fasting. But lemon water is just a little splash of lemon. Uh, So another thing people ask about that's kind of neutral, or in this case actually might be a little bit negative, is seltzer water. So seltzer water, also called soda water or sparkling water, is basically just carbonated water, and sometimes they add a few minerals and things like that. So I wrote a blog post about this, and maybe I'll put a link in the show notes, but basically it's kind of fine for most people, but since it often has some artificial flavors, those can stimulate cravings, and the carbonation tends to increase your ghrelin levels, and ghrelin is a hunger hormone, so anything that's carbonated might make you hungrier. That's the bottom line. Uh, When I drink soda water while I'm fasting, no big deal. It doesn't seem to really cause any problems as far as I've been able to see, but you might be different, so be careful. See how you react, and if it seems to cause a problem, then try fasting without it, and maybe it'll be easier. So I could have put that in the first category of things to avoid, but I think it's closer to being neutral than being like really harmful. So that's why I put it in this middle category. All right, so let's move on to things that make fasting easier. These are some of the best things to drink while you fast, and actually it'll be better if you do drink these than if you don't. So the main thing that helps when you're fasting is to drink things that are salty. And this is especially true if you're doing an extended fast for multiple days. You got to keep your salt up, generally speaking. Now, there are medical conditions where that might affect this, like kidney failure, heart failure, stuff like that, where you'd have to be a little more careful about how much salt you're taking in. But for anyone who doesn't have a lot of those kind of medical conditions, usually it's best to drink quite a bit of salt or consume quite a bit of salt during any fast of 24 hours or longer. And even on a shorter fast, it's usually helpful as well. It's going to help you feel better. So why does it help to get extra salt while you fast? Well, here's the short version, because I'm going to talk more about this in a future episode. The short version is you pee out more salt or sodium. Salt and sodium are the same thing. You pee out more salt when you're fasting or when you're on a low-carb diet. So if you're used to having a certain blood pressure level and most Americans have blood pressure that's too high. So if you're used to having blood pressure that's too high, and then you start fasting and you pee out more salt, your blood pressure is going to be a little lower than what you're used to. And so you might feel a little lightheaded, a little dizzy, a little low on energy, and things like that. So getting enough salt, getting a lot of extra salt actually, is really helpful. And so how do you get extra salt while you're fasting? Well, you can drink stuff that has a lot of sodium in it but basically no calories, no sugar, etc., but just a lot of sodium. So here are a few examples. You could take bouillon cubes and dissolve those in water. You could drink something like veggie broth or chicken broth or beef broth. Just look at the nutrition facts. Make sure it has a lot of sodium, but very few calories, like maybe 5 or 10 calories and no more than about 1 gram of carbohydrates per serving. Now, bone broth is a little bit different than those other types of broth that I mentioned because it has a lot more protein. So you can drink something like that, like bone broth, because it's low in carbs, but it has some protein and some fat and some salt, some some sodium. Yeah, but it's more like something we'd call a training wheel. It's one of those training wheels that I mentioned that are part of dirty fasting or modified fasting. So if you're trying to do something like that, then yeah, sure, drink some bone broth. But if you're just trying to drink something to get extra salt then I wouldn't use bone broth. I would use something like veggie broth or chicken broth or beef broth that have a lot of sodium but hardly any calories. 
A couple other ways you can get extra salt are from soy sauce. Soy sauce is a good option because it usually has about a thousand milligrams or one gram of sodium per serving and maybe five or ten calories. Another way to get extra salt is eating dill pickles, which have basically no calories but quite a bit of sodium. And there are other options. So again, just look for anything that has a lot of sodium but hardly any calories and especially hardly any carbohydrates or sugar. By the way, I created a cheat sheet that kind of shows you really specific examples of how to get enough salt while you're fasting and how to get other electrolytes while you're fasting, and that's called my Dirty Fasting Cheat Sheet. So you can actually find that on my website by just going to fastingwell.com slash dirty, fastingwell.com slash dirty. So that'll give you some tips and tricks on some of the stuff that I'm mentioning here. So salt is the most important electrolyte by far. The other ones pale in comparison. So it's all about getting enough salt, pretty much, when you're fasting. But the other two that are probably worth supplementing, especially on a multi-day fast, are potassium and magnesium. So you may want to look into getting a supplement for potassium and or magnesium. I mentioned a couple options on that dirty fasting cheat sheet that I that I mentioned a moment ago. I listed some options there for what I use to get potassium and magnesium. So a quick note about magnesium is if you're consuming a lot of magnesium supplements, it might give you diarrhea. So you got to be cautious. The best forms are usually magnesium glycinate or magnesium bisglycinate. So again, I linked to one of those products on that cheat sheet. Another way to get extra magnesium is taking Epsom salt baths because Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. So when you dissolve a bunch of Epsom salt in the bathtub and then you sit in there, you soak in there for a while, some of the magnesium gets absorbed through your skin. So you can actually get quite a bit of magnesium just by doing an Epsom salt bath if you stay in there for a while and you dissolve a lot of magnesium in the water. So that's unrelated to what you should drink while you're fasting, which is the topic of this podcast. But Uh, The point is you you want to get extra salt and you might want to get some extra potassium and magnesium and you can do that by drinking various forms of that because there's these powder forms that you mix into drinks, etc. Or you could take an Epsom salt bath. Now, there are those other like electrolyte combo supplements and stuff that have some sodium and some magnesium and some potassium and some calcium and all together in like a pill or a tablet. I think generally those don't work very well because they don't have nearly enough salt. So they need to have like probably 10 times, I'm just guesstimating, but maybe like 10 times as much salt to really be effective and give you enough sodium. So that's why I wouldn't use those combos unless I was just using them to get a little bit of the potassium and magnesium. But then I would also use some salt on the side. Now, in addition to drinking all this like broth and stuff that I said, you can also get salt just by eating a spoonful of salt or what have you. So just any way you can get it in your system can work. One other drink that can make fasting easier would be a ketone supplement, or what's called an exogenous ketone, meaning it comes from outside the body. That's what exogenous means. So exogenous ketones or ketone supplements can be helpful because one of the things that makes you feel energized and focused when you're fasting is ketones. Your body makes ketones when you're fasting, or if you're on a ketogenic diet, your body can also make some ketones. But usually you make a lot more ketones when you're fasting versus just eating a low-carb diet. And the ketones are an alternative energy source for your brain, so they'll help you be more focused and help you feel more energetic. One brand of ketone supplements that I think is pretty good and that I've been trying out is called Keto Start. And I'll probably talk more about that some other time, but if you want to try it out, you can go to fastingwell.com slash ketostart. 
Again, that's fastingwell.com slash ketostart, K-E-T-O-S-T-A-R-T, in case you want to check out that product or try what seems to be a good quality ketone supplement. So those are the drinks that can make fasting easier because they can not only help you keep your energy levels up and be able to focus more easily and even avoid some of the quote-unquote side effects that can come along with fasting, but getting these electrolytes can also help you control your hunger. So that's why I mentioned electrolytes as one of the keys to controlling hunger when you're fasting in episode 16 when I talked about how to master hunger when you're fasting. If you want to hear a few other tips about how to control hunger when you're fasting, just go back and listen to that episode, number 16. Now, what if you want to try something completely different that I haven't mentioned at all in this podcast or even in my blog post? What if you want to drink something else and you're not sure? Well, basically, here's the criteria to decide if it's okay to drink something while you're fasting. And of course, some of this depends on your individual goals and your individual tolerance or response to different things. But in general, anything you're going to drink while you're fasting should be very low in carbohydrates rule of thumb would be no more than about one gram of carbohydrates per serving. It should be very low in calories unless you're trying to do dirty fasting or modified fasting. So if you're not trying to do so-called dirty fasting, you're trying to do more of a clean fast, then you should keep your calories extremely low. So maybe up to about 10 or 20 per serving would be okay. And lastly, Try to be very careful with sweeteners and don't overdo it. And for a lot of people, it's better to just avoid completely. But you can try it. You can see if you can tolerate fasting while drinking something sweet. But a lot of people can't because it'll stimulate cravings, stimulate hunger. So again, if you're troubleshooting, if you're like, well, I found it too hard to get through this 24-hour fast or whatever it is, then cut out the sweeteners, get more salt. You know, (laughs) So those are some of the steps you would do to troubleshoot to see how can I make this easier? How can I get through it? All right, so how about we do kind of a a quiz to help summarize this? So I'll just throw out a few questions, let you think about it for a few seconds, and then I will kind of tell you the answer. So first of all, can you drink water while you're fasting? Okay, hopefully that was an easy one. Yes, you can definitely drink water while you're fasting, unless you're trying to do something called dry fasting, which I wouldn't usually recommend for beginners. What are some examples of drinks that make fasting more difficult? and that you should generally avoid when you're fasting. Well, that would include anything with sugar, anything that's very sweet from sugar, like soda or juice, as well as anything with artificial sweeteners or alcohol. What are some examples of drinks that make fasting easier? Well, it's anything that's very salty in particular. Those are the ones that help the most. So that's that broth or bullion or soy sauce. Also ketone supplements, exogenous ketones, and some other electrolyte supplements, particularly if you're trying to get magnesium or potassium. And then what are some of those drinks that kind of fall in between, meaning they're kind of neutral, they're not really that good or that bad, but they're okay, and some of them might have a small benefit. What are some of those drinks? Well, that would include coffee, black coffee without any sweeteners, tea, again, without any sweeteners, vinegar or apple cider vinegar, and then something like lemon water and seltzer water is probably okay too, but again, the carbonation might make you hungry, so be cautious with that. How do you know if something is okay to drink while you're fasting? If, say, you want to try some completely different drink, how do you know if it's okay? 
Well, basically you want something that is very low in carbohydrates, very low in calories, and doesn't really have any added sweeteners, or hopefully very little, if any. And be cautious, don't overdo the sweeteners, and it might be better to avoid those completely. So those are basically the three criteria to look at when you're looking at any drink that you might want to consider using when you're fasting. I hope this quick rundown of what to drink while you're fasting was helpful. Again, I wrote an even more detailed blog post about this. It's very detailed. It has some images. It has a lot of examples. has some personal experience. So you can find that on my website. I'll put a link in the podcast episode description, which you can find on the app that you're using. And I'll also put a link in the show notes on my website. You may want to check out the Dirty Fasting Cheat Sheet to get some specific examples of salty things to drink, as well as supplements you could use for potassium and magnesium, and some other tips and tricks about how to do dirty fasting or modified fasting. You can find that at fastingwell.com dirty, fastingwell.com dirty. One other thing I wanted to mention is if you're maybe just joining this podcast for the first time on this episode, or maybe the episode before this or whatever, then please consider going back and checking out some of those earlier episodes because I've really tried to make this podcast very beginner-friendly and it goes step-by-step, and so it's better if you start from the beginning and work your way towards the later episodes. And pretty much all of the stuff that I talk about doesn't get out of date. It's so-called evergreen information that will still be relevant a year from now or five years from now. So it's ideal to go back and listen from the beginning, basically. And you can go step-by-step. So thanks for listening. I hope you'll consider sharing this with someone you know that could benefit. And please consider leaving a review if you haven't already, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. That's super easy to do. Just tap around a little bit on your app or on iTunes and you can leave a review there. There are a few other platforms that let you do it as well. I think um, Podchaser is one of them. That's a website, um, but you can leave reviews on there. And then also the app called Podcast Addict lets you leave reviews. And I think I heard Spotify was allowing people to leave reviews now, but I'm not sure exactly how that works. But if you're on any of those platforms, please consider leaving a review because it really does help other people not only find this, but it gets them interested enough to actually listen. So please take a moment to do that if you haven't already done it. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Fasting Well Podcast. The Fasting Well podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to consult with your own medical providers.